It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Goes Without Saying, we are back for another episode of Goes Without Saying, the Cephian Wing, except this time we are sharing everything that doesn't go without saying. We're getting you up to speed. I feel like these episodes are kind of the close friend story of this podcast. Feels a bit exclusive, feels like a safe space, even though it's not, and it's totally public, just like every other episode. So stay tuned. I feel a bit um, worse for wear after this whole conversation that we've had. We've gone here, there, and everywhere. It's kind of deep and funny and weird. It's kind of exactly what you would expect, to be honest. Mm. So hope you enjoy okay so um a good place to start i think is the fact that everyone wants to well Sophie and i had quite a funny conversation yesterday about sexuality and about labels mm. and we made a funny animal crossing joke which if you don't ha- have an awareness of animal crossing you're not gonna get but we were saying about Mar- you i've got marshall in boxes like, i've got Sophie and wing in boxes like <laughs> people <laughs> putting labels on anything really yeah love to box you in and the privilege that comes with not you know rejecting that the pri- the privilege that comes with rejecting that not not rejecting that so should we talk about sexuality because i feel like people are confused people are they want to know like kind of the only question <laughs> not the only question but i would say like a large proportion of the things were um i think i'm bisexual like what do i do sort of thing mm. and i would say you don't have to do anything about it go on some dates it's fine L- literally live your life fancy some people well that's where the privilege comes in isn't it absolutely but there is a privilege in i think there is a privilege in bisexuality in a way no but i mean there's a privilege in in being like you don't have to do like in for us it's like yeah we don't i don't really have to confront my sexuality too much yeah although because you pass through the world operating as a straight woman essentially yeah yeah there's a real sincerity to people's like worry and concern because for the majority that's why like it's such a fucking big thing because it's not as easy as just like yeah i'll just i'll just get on with it i guess i'll just do what Sefi and wing do and i'll just like accept it and just like have it fun do you know what i mean but i also agree with you in that like for us i think it's like it's not a big deal (laughs) and that's the joke of it well i just almost feel like it's not deep just because i haven't operated in a deep way about it in that it's just kind of like i don't even necessarily identify as bisexual i think it's kind of i definitely date guys and i definitely date girls and i think that is both a very 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 fun and it's almost like um i'm lucky in the way that it's um i don't have to put the label on of like i'm this i'm this and this but then it's also like i do have a desire to be like oh well what am i then yeah because it is a mess i don't know i think there's just a bit of it that's like i'm uncomfortable with putting a label on something that i don't understand well the label could be wrong and the, uh, pr- probably a part of it is the label feels wrong but examining why the label 
all feels wrong. It's kind of interesting, but then I also don't think it's the... God, it's really raining. If you can hear rain, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, Might be quite relaxing, I hope. ASMR. But almost, what's that phrase? Like, it's your something to bear. It's your buff or something to bear. Your cross to bear. Your cross to bear. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that, like, it's in part an interesting question of, okay, why... Why, why wouldn't I want a label? What label might I like? That whole thing is a really interesting and complex conversation. But then also, it's unfortunate that for the people who are actually curious about that or have any interest in that, is because they're impacted by it and it's a it's heavy cross to bear. Do you know what I mean? It's a whole real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. It is confusing. It is 100% confusing to be like, potentially as well at school, like from a young age, to be like, okay, so this, this suddenly feels heavy. Like to be like, right, okay, what do I like? What do I like here? Why are the boys disgusting, but some of the girls are okay? What does that mean? Just in the standard of the world, the standard of girl is so... So much higher than the So far superior to the standard of man in this world. It's insane. Honestly, when we look through just like even like our dms and it's just all you girls it's just like like i'm sorry the The world is filled with stunning girls can't move for stunning girls (laughs) can't move for them it's kind of the best place to be (laughs) truly but then also there are people there are little cuties kind of you then see i hate to say i'm still on kind of kieran culkin or like Mm -hmm. you're on sebastian stan at the moment like Mm -hmm. then you see some people that's like oh there are some cute guys though like they are a bit fit though bo burnham (laughs) Don't get me started on Bo Burnham. I don't know. I I also think like... This is a mess. So with all the things being like, can Sophie talk about bisexuality and stuff? I really, really hate to say it, but I'm not the person to ask because my experience was so easy. Like I very much operate as a straight woman, have operated as a straight woman throughout my whole life. Then kind of when I was about sort of, I guess, 21 went fuck no I'm gonna change my like um fucking tinder and hinge and shit to have girls on there too because I 100% would date a girl and then just started dating girls from there like it was never a thing that I was like oh my god oh my god what does this mean for my identity how am I I gonna tell my parents about this um is my safety at risk here like can I still have this job that I want you know like there are so many real questions that shape the conversation of sexuality that I think why we only brush over it maybe in multiple episodes is because for us it is kind of the worst case scenario of oh well I just never had to, I just kind of it was a bit of a laugh well it's just uh, in the same way that I would date a guy I would date a girl and it, that's never been um it's never been deep for me so I think that's why I kind of in the way that it's like I, I'm not a spokesperson on this and can never be because it's almost I don't have many deep feelings about it because I am in that lucky position of just it's never been deep I didn't grow up thinking I don't like men at all yeah and I also think now I've like I don't know what generation I I think the concept of generational like markers is kind of flawed anyway it's kind of um Myers-Briggs but Mm. like the Gen Z millennial types I just think now with the younger generation our school experience like, we finished school, like, GCSEs in, like, 2013. We're ancient. That's a really long time ago. To have, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, like, the school experience now is foreign to us. It's not this thing that happened a couple of years ago. I don't know what a secondary school looks like anymore. I don't know what goes on in that place. Exactly. So I think as much as we can say, like, we would have our own feelings of what it was like in school, for example, it's just very different now. And I think in a lot of ways it's different for the better. That freedom and flexibility 
of um, like a spectrum of gender and sexuality is much more what you and I lean into. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a like the archetype of millennial culture, for example, even though I wouldn't say that we really fit into millennial culture, <laughs> even though we reference Harry Potter in every episode, which is disgusting. But I do think that that's something that it's a generational thing. You, you're young and open minded and you see the world maybe, I think, a bit clearer for what it actually is rather than in the traditions and rituals that you've been sold for generations previous and it's less binary it's not you're a lesbian or you're straight you're gay or you're straight you're a girl or you're a boy Uh there is space to be more fluid and i do think then the privileged people that kind of fit into wherever can lean into that and be like okay cool i don't have to label when it's like oh actually a few years ago you would have had to label this and it's almost a bit of an insult to not label it yeah well that's kind of the i think i i would that's the thing as well i think anyone who knows me would know that i'm not straight and i think that in itself is enough of a label for me at this time in my life i can't say i'm perfectly straight what a bore IMO. I don't know whether I'm just projecting this, but I genuinely think anyone that says they're 100% straight is lying. I know. I was they're just, lying. I know. But then I was going to say, and then I was like, I'm not going to say it because I'm not in for this. Ep- like, I don't want to be cancelled. But I was just about to say, I'm going to say something really problematic and say, is anyone? But then I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say something really problematic and just say what I said. But then you said it. <laughs> yikes i just said it (laughs) but i agree with you but again it is projecting but i don't know the marketing that women have had on women's sexuality of women being the sexiest sexiest creatures you can't even walk down the street without seeing adverts of women in underwear licking an ice lolly like it dripping down her face and shit just any random fucking advert i can't be on a youtube video without seeing a comment saying xxx hot chicks blah blah blah. just a spam comment you can't avoid it it's like look at what spam is spam is a woman's asshole it's a profile picture do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the whole world is filtered through... Women's sexuality. A gaze of, yeah, women being sexual. So no wonder you want to finger a girl. Well, and also then it feeds in the two ways of you have then the overt awareness of what you look like and then how you perform to essentially what is a male gaze. Mm. Because as much as it's female sexuality, it's female sexuality tailored to a male gaze of like big fucking tits in your face. Come all over them. Whoa! Which isn't necessarily (laughs) actually what a woman would find attractive in. Yeah, fucking girl fucking squirts, (laughs) 10 time bucket loads. Like it's kind of, it's not actually what necessarily we'd be like, oh wow, that's so fit. But then when you see for example um fucking you're watching i don't know sex education the show mm-hmm. and fucking Gillian anderson is standing there in a beautiful like white dressing gown i was gonna say Gillian anderson it's like well i can't fucking ignore this i can't and i won't you want me to pretend this isn't the most stunning thing i've ever seen even hermione <laughs> no, no, i'm not going there just leave it no yeah even hermione <laughs> the pink dress say it <laughs> the pink hoodie (laughs) (laughs) exactly and that's the line between do i want to fuck this woman or do i want to be her do i need to look like this woman Mm -hmm. or do i want to be in bed with her or is it just a combination of the two but i think that is the line that all i hate to project but all women (laughs) you 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 and you harry all of us i literally am joking i don't know what people feel i'm projecting but i do think that is the line that for example we get a lot of people when we spoke about porn ages ago a lot of people were saying i don't know what it is because when i watch porn like straight porn 
Osborne, mm. I watch the woman. Because <laughs> the man looks like Tony Hawk. The man is rank. Get me out of it. The man is rank. And because it's filtered through a male lens. And also he's a mime. Why is he not speaking? But that most likely was created for men by men. So then you are watching that. And of course, the man is just a placeholder of dick. And the woman is this... She's having... It looks like she's having an absolute whale of a time. We know it's fake, but she's screeching her nut off. It's Meryl Streep performance. So of course you're drawn to her. And also she's got big bouncing boobs in her in your face. Of course you're going to look at them. Yeah, yeah. That's the duality of like, I'm seeing myself in this. Am I viewing myself as her? Or am I viewing her as an object that she is being presented as? She's not being presented as an autonomous woman feeling pleasure. She's being presented as a woman that's feeling pleasure for the gaze of the male viewer. Mm -hmm. So no wonder we're all fucking confused. And that's the same thing that you then see in a Topshop advert or in a... R.I.P. Topshop. R.I.P. Philip Green. See you you in hell. And fuck Philip Green. (laughs) But you're seeing that in every single bit of media you consume as you walk down the street is just like a micro fucking version of porn of just a woman pretending she's loving her life for a male gaze. Right, right. That's quite a nice concept. It's an awful concept, but just... It's a horrific concept. Every woman is living her life as a micro version of porn. (laughs) God. I hate to start this out like this. God, let the kind of floodgates open of the problematic comments come in. I didn't know we were going to start off with a big sexuality question. Well, I just think it's quite nice. The people want to know. The people want to know about it. And I also think... (laughs) Zevi and I had a funny conversation yesterday. We were supposed to record yesterday. (laughs) Don't ask. I don't (laughs) want to... Never ask. When we say we were supposed to record, just don't even ask. Just don't ask. Don't worry about it. It's fine. When we say assume the worst, truly assume the worst. It actually was fine. We just ended up talking about Bo Burnham for a long time. But we had an interesting conversation yesterday about the label of like, so Sefi is a, what did you say? We were joking about the perception of, for example, Sefi was saying the perception of her is suddenly she's a bisexual, autistic person with body dysmorphia, with an eating disorder. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like... All of these things she has no grip on, like not representative of her at yeah. all, really. Is what we get messages about saying, oh, mm. Sophie, could you actually just talk about your autism? I don't fucking know. <laughs> but that's why I wanted to talk about sexuality first, because it is interesting. And I was saying, Sophie will have the label as a bisexual person. And Sophie said, because I've been on a date with a girl, I have the label of being bisexual. And I said, it's not even because you've been on the date. It's because you've said you've been on the date. Exactly, exactly. Is what you choose to present. Because also with sexuality, I think when people feel like inexperienced, if we live in a heteronormative world, the timeline follow the kind of buildings romance follows you... Um, kind of go on a couple of dates with boys like, and you kissed a boy in school and blah, blah, blah. But if you're kind of devering off of that route in any way, you come, especially like, so if you're in your like early 20s and you're like, fuck, okay, I want to date a woman. Suddenly you feel like you're 13. Where to begin? Yeah. And I think that's part of the curios- curiosity of it. Um, But also the thing with identity in that someone could have never been on a date with a girl and have a rainbow emoji in their bio and be proudly and rightly so proudly talking about how they're a lesbian and blah 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 and have no experience but if you've spoken about something it's just whether you it's whether you what what you choose to say is apparently what matters i don't know if i'm saying that right but um that might make sense to one person (laughs) well it is right because also it's what you realize about yourself like for example even taking i don't know any old shit like for example us but we're both vegan oh yeah we 
could have just not spoken about that because to be honest why would it come up it's not really we went into anticipating talking about the vegan fucking burger king burgers last episode for about fucking half an hour but it came up it's coming up quite a lot at the moment we could have moved through the whole space never getting questioned about veganism never ever ever but it's it just so happens it came up and it's almost like now we would be kind of in a space of oh okay we're we're vegan we're openly vegan we're pushing a message now which we didn't I wouldn't even say I'm vegan by the way what are you then I'm I eat plant-based but I'm not vegan there's I'm there's probably products in my hair right now that aren't vegan I'm a bit confused about the difference between plant-based and vegan because I always understood that back I think my vegan knowledge is so um fucking five years ago because I feel like I'm I don't actively li- like live listen. in these spaces anymore <laughs> I thought you were gonna say listen because I don't actively listen to any of the vegans as <laughs> no I and I don't I intentionally <laughs> yeah. don't listen because I know I will further my eating disorder <laughs> <laughs> so i actively don't listen to you freely telling me to eat fucking five watermelons a day and nothing else you fucking freak i can't believe freely freely actually tried to kill me in 2011 i can't believe you watched freely like i lived by freely this scares me bonnie rebecca i know she's still around but i know she's changed her ways oh i love bonnie rebecca well she you, she tried she also tried to kill me back in the day but oh well, i love her because heads up for all the swifties out there yeah she's a great channel with her friend emily and they talk about taylor swift and it's just like the nicest thing to listen to i honestly think they're great and also just love their friendship she's <laughs> so stunning that's a really wholesome um recommendation but i just really love them anyway yeah the vegan community was um scary so strange so strange does anyone remember asina asina o'neill she was a big one and she really tried to she honestly tried to put the final nail in the coffin of my life honestly these poor people what was her thing a lot of fruit she was um like a vegan youtuber i guess and she like did a big thing she like dropped off the internet she's like i'm leaving this This is all fake it's like she was kind of ahead of her time to be honest (laughs) it's kind of she's in sepian wing this is all fake (laughs) (laughs) we're really just trying to be a cena i just want to give you authenticity and i can't (laughs) but she also was um a kind of um a girl that was starving herself on the internet and looked stunning for it and ever and there were girls in she was in australia and then there's girls across the world being like oh my god i'll eat just a grain of rice and three avocados Mm. just honestly strange times thank god the internet's different yeah that's what i was gonna say i remember the notable moment of you being like we were we were doing a post on diet culture for an old iteration of Sephi and Wing. Mm. And and I was like listing out diets. I was like, you know, this, like this, like raw till four. And you were like, no, raw till four is just a vegan thing. And I was like, Sephi, <laughs> raw till four. Just think about it for a second. You eat raw food until 4 p.m. It's diet. Like intermittent fasting. Yeah, it's just like a vegan thing. Like, no. <laughs> no. No, yeah. When you're seeing someone frame essentially diet culture through ethics, mm-hmm. as in it is ethical to eat this way, it is right for the animals, it is right for the planet, blah, blah, fucking blah, blah, don't we know it? Um, you're hearing all of this and you think, oh my God, I must do this. It's good. This is like um, almost symbolic of my goodness. Mm-hmm. It's weird how it gets twisted away from like... I still think veganism does that. It is that. It is entirely that. Mm-hmm. It's entirely, entirely framing yourself through kind of the aesthetics of being a good virtuous person great that's a good start i was gonna start the thing by asking what harry potter house you're in because someone said oh my god i'm surprised that you have picked that question well i didn't really pick it but i just suddenly thought i would love to know because i think (laughs) i know yours but then i just also think they do come and go like they do change well i think we've had this combo before to me it's pretty obvious you're a gryffindor well 
no, but to me, it's pretty. Ours are pretty obvious, it, and we've spoken about it multiple times. But I'm, I'm not going to take it personally that you don't remember because we're. You're a Gryffindor. I am a Gryffindor, is what J.K. Rowling would say apparently. But also, she says a lot of things, so <laughs> she's not the top of my list of people who I want to believe what they say. There's a lot of things we disagree with, so. I also think there's a bit of a Ravenclaw situation there, and I think with you, it's a Ravenclaw and Slytherin situation. Same, but the test said Gryffindor, and I disagree what? wholeheartedly. When did your test say Gryffindor? My test said Gryffindor. That's crazy. I was so annoyed by it. You should take it again. <laughs> I did. Griffin. Honestly, Gryffindor, Gryffindor, Gryffindor. I'm literally gr- not Slytherin. Not. Sl- I'm literally not Gryffindor. Oh, I never knew that. I thought it was saying Slytherin, Slytherin, Slytherin. No, I want to be Slyth- Slytherin. I am Slytherin. I know in my bones. You are Slytherin. It's not even wannabe. But I think I'm in a bit of a Harry situation of the sorting hat couldn't choose between Gryffindor and Slytherin. Right. I'm interested that it's never. you've never had a Ravenclaw thing. I'm so confused, honestly. But I know I'm a Slytherin. I identify as a Slytherin. Why do you identify as a Slytherin? Tell us. Um, because you want to fuck Draco but apart from that <laughs> it's just kind of where I picture myself in the world <laughs> jokes I actually do picture myself as Gryffindor though with Fred and George right but like wait but you're not Hufflepuff with Cedric I thought you'd be there mm, in your mind no no not at all Hufflepuff's fine I love that Cedric is a Hufflepuff but I've never wanted to be Hufflepuff with Cedric that girl was the Hufflepuff princess remember I think you got the wrong end of the stick that I was saying I was the Hufflepuff princess oh okay I thought you wanted to be the Hufflepuff prince no I didn't think I didn't think you would dream to be in Hufflepuff I didn't think that no but just for the context there's a TikToker and her username was Hufflepuff princess (laughs) and we loved it really bored and confused oh I absolutely adored her yeah (laughs) Hufflepuff Prince is embarrassing. Okay, that covers that then. <laughs> <laughs> no, why do you want to be in Slytherin, you were saying? Wait, I don't know. Let me think. Or why do you identify Slytherin? Like, you know, why? Talk about it. You brought this up, not me. <laughs> Make it interest. Do something. Answer me. <laughs> I wanted to hear you say Gryffindor just to kind of put my mind at rest. Well, it's also kind of everyone is divergent. <laughs> yeah, literally the most absurd thing. Basically, what colour do you like? What aesthetics do you like? Do you like... Th- I think I like the snake thing. I think mm. I like the evil snake mm. kind of green evil yeah darkness vibes and you're sitting next to draco i wouldn't say no i wouldn't mind that situation but, but we we'll talk about it why don't you want to talk i feel like you, you're a bit um tight-lipped what you're keeping from us <laughs> <laughs> don't even know i suddenly feel like it's like the world's most self-indulgent question what harry potter house are you and then you've why did you because I wanted to hear yours and now you've thrown it back and I'm suddenly like, fuck, I don't want to be like, so what Harry Potter house are you in? And then I'm like, well, I see myself as a Slytherin because I love Draco. Suddenly really embarrassing. No, but it, I also don't think it is Draco. I think it's part of the whole, yeah, the darkness and the snake and the whole vibe. The snake, Nagini's there, the Basilisk's there. I kind of hate snakes. No, I think it's bad girl, but it's like um, evil villain girl. It's like, mm. Jesus. It comes back to the kind of fantasy thing. Mm. Like, like, a sexual fantasy kind of thing <laughs> for those of you that are confused and they're all 14 year olds at school that's what makes it really weird <sighs> we had yeah let's not even get into that they are older than us that's what i'm saying this is i actually think maybe we should talk about it all right well that's kind of my fear when i said hermione earlier i was like i don't want people to think that i'm a fucking weird i'm not fucking fingering myself to little emma watson and th- i'm not i'm really really not no it's an interesting conversation because there, i remember when kind of tiktok 
um, Harry Potter fantasies became like a big kind of thing. Or maybe they didn't even, but they were a big thing for us. They were a big thing on this podcast, that's they, for sure. Oh boy, were they. <laughs> that's all we need to say. And I think there was like a bit of discourse around like, oh, you guys are in your 20s or you guys are like 18, 19. Like, why are you looking at these like, so kind of, they were 16 in these films. Mm, children. And I do think it's an interesting thing that through our eyes as children, we will perpetually view those people as older than us. Even though now, of course, we look back and it's fucking... Um, um, goblet of fire it's like these are children it's a these kid, are children it's a 15 now. year old yeah yeah but i do think it's really interesting that like fred and george for example will always feel older than me even though now i watch back and they're younger than me of course of course yeah this is how time works i just want to clear that up for anyone confused Sophie and i have a good understanding of age that's all <laughs> it is again a generational thing part of why i think the younger generation is so fucking great is because they really see things with it's weird because i don't think it is critical thinking i think it's a challenge they see it with an opposition of tradition Mm. which is amazing because it means that all of the like routines um of like britney spears being asked about her boobs when she was like 17 yeah is challenged by this upcoming generation which is so needed but also i think those challenges come up all the time and sometimes it can be easily resolved maybe it's not so easily resolved and again maybe i'm in the wrong and i'm not as progressive as i should be i don't know it's the kind of classic thing with like instagram like wokeness and stuff is there needs to be room for nuance and sometimes Mm -hmm. i think the challenges and sometimes the like kind of prescriptive nature of that dialogue is you're either with us or you're against us you either don't do that or you do do you know what i mean it's like well some things there is nuance there because actually to take away the nuance is kind of is kind of um okay segregation isn't a thing anymore but you still won't get a good job and you'll be living in a town where you're all you know no one goes you know no one has a good education and blah 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 you you think you've dealt with the problem by saying like oh that's bad so we don't do that anymore but actually you need to have the nuance to open up all of the other smaller fractions of that conversation does that make sense absolutely that was stunning that was a whole um piece thank you that was great thank you (laughs) honestly hanging on your every word well, all because you asked me about my Harry Potter house. <laughs> See, that's the crux. Okay, I have a question for you. Someone wants to know, and I love this question. This is again funny. Someone said, choose your fighter, Sefi, Kieran, Culkin, or Jon Snow. I don't know if that's too real for you because Kieran is so real for you right now, but. I hate to say it, but it's John every time. Actually, I love to say that it's John every time. Oh, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I love that. I'm actually happy with myself with that. I'm happy to hear that too. My gut says John, just because I know Kieran will pass. Look. <laughs> will pass away (laughs) (laughs) i hate that it has spanned two episodes now it is on its way out the crush is it it is on its way out because that's what i thought with sebas but it came back with a bang (laughs) that's the problem i think it's going because i've stopped watching succession that's the problem is sometimes they haunt you hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. 
every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. But I think it's John every time. Look, John is long-standing. John has phases. Mm-hmm. I love John at the wall. I love John beyond the wall. I love John in the south. <laughs> I love him in the north. <laughs> Wherever he goes, I'll follow that man. I, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Jon Snow is a great kind of crush. Could I give you a choose your fighter? No, because I know what you're going to say and I don't want to hear it. Yeah, no, no. choose your fighter. No, I'm going to do I'm, it. I can't. Sebastian Stan or Seth Rogen? Oh, you know they're both in the Tommy Lee, Pamela Anderson movie coming up. No, I didn't know that. You sent me a picture of Seth in a weird little look mm. and that's from that. He's That's from shooting that film. Oh, wow. Or series, I think. I don't know. It's on Hulu. Who's your fighter though? For what? For what? I don't know. There's no context. Just what does your gut say like for 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 marriage for sex for an argument like no it's just you've just got to pick one <sighs> what does your gut say my gut says get me out of here <laughs> i think it's seth to be honest do you no because i think you're in a similar thing that you're you're feeling the the lust you're in the, it's a fever dream yeah you're you're in the height yeah you're feeling the lust <laughs> yeah. for um sebastian stan because you did send me some videos of him licking someone's knee the other day <laughs> Some gifts, actually. They were gifts of him licking a leg. <laughs> and they did look good. They did look good. And I showed you some of his gay scenes. Oh, and they looked even better. They yeah. they were good. But I think you're feeling the love for him. But I, I do think it's actually your your heart says Seth. But I could be proved wrong. I have a different love for Seth. I almost quite respect him in a, in a strange way. I'm quite curious about him. Yeah. I would like to have him in my life. I don't want Sebbers in my life because it's too painful. Honestly, Scabbers. I don't want Scabbers in my life. <laughs> I don't want Sebastian Stan in my life because it's just like, ugh, like, get away from me. You just, you have no place here. Do you know what I mean? Too sexy. Just too, just too insane. Seth Rogen, I could meet and it would be fine. I could happily walk away being like, I've met Seth Rogen, that's fine. But is that just because I'm not in the height of it? I also said to Sefi, I think Sebastian Stan, my name is Erin Emerali, and I think Erin Emerali as a name and Sebastian Stan, it's kind of the same name, but flipped. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Yeah, you go together. We're here to commemorate the wedding of Erin Emerali and Sebastian Stan. But I don't want to. I don't want, I, this guy, I have nothing for this guy. <laughs> feel everything for this guy i don't know it's just life isn't it you're kind of like mrs sebastian stan mrs sebastian stan <laughs> mrs sebastian stan. fiona charming mrs fiona charming that used to really scare the shit out of me actually it still kind of does what mrs fiona charming i was saying to my boyfriend the other day i've got this really i don't know if it's a dream that i used to have when i was a kid or if it's like an early memory someone actually asked what's your earliest memory so i'm just going to chuck this out there <laughs> i have this vision of being in a little baby crib in a little baby bed oh god when you say early Jesus. Yes, yeah. Really, really young. Fresh out of the womb. It can't be real. I hope it's not real because it's fucking creepy. Ooh. It's almost like I'm a baby and I'm in a tiny little cot and I'm kind of, I must be like falling in and out of sleep. I'm like in and out of consciousness because the adults are standing around me. It's like everyone's standing around me looking down at the cot. I think that's the scene from Friends. But every, yeah, exactly like that. Exactly like that. But they're saying, oh, isn't she beautiful? Uh, it's all in slow motion. They're witches. Yeah. But it's like my family. And they're like, wow, isn't she lovely? <laughs> isn't <I> she lovely? <laughs> it's Stevie Wonder. But it's re- slow motion talking kind of scares the shit out of me. That's horrible. Or just puts me a bit on edge. It's quite creepy, I think. Oh, yeah, I mean. So that's what you just reminded me with the little Shrek reference but Fiona Charming I feel like I've taken this for a turn no no 
let's t- I'm happy for all the turns. Let's fucking U-turn this bitch. Okay, I've got a turn. Okay. Do you, someone said, do you think there is ever a point where it is selfish to put yourself first in a relationship? Ooh. It's actually like an interesting conversation. God, okay. Yes. Absolutely, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I agree. Yes. Time, right, okay. How do I even phrase this? Honestly, that's the crux of having a podcast. How do I even phrase this? How, and I threw my arms in the air. How do I even <laughs> phrase this? God almighty, help me. God help me. <laughs> I'm trying to construct a show here. <laughs> Jesus. Sophie does say before the podcast, she'll look up to the sky and say, How can I be of service here? <laughs> I genuinely do because I. <laughs> Which is great. It's crazy. I, I know I don't even look at them. I put my hands on my heart. Mm-hmm. This is what I do before. Before Think about the intention going into this, guys. This is all for you. Intention. Yeah. Put my hands on my heart and I say, allow me, universe, to be of service here. Mm-hmm. And then I come out with, I don't know, really why I'm in Slytherin. I just fucking fancy Draco. <laughs> Kieran Culkin. God, it's insane. So apparently that's the universe working through me to come up with that <laughs> bullshit. So I'm sorry. Blame the universe, not me. Yeah, it's selfish to put yourself first in a relationship sometimes. Absolutely. Because if you're somebody that operates, for example, um, it depends on the power imbalances. Absolutely. If you have the power mm-hmm. and then you continue to put yourself first, um, it's of course selfish and it of course has um, a detriment. Right. You think it's about power? I think it's about um, like social power. Can you give me an example? Just come up with a hypothetical, like, say you have a person who does this and a person who is it, like, <laughs> baby's first example, baby's first analogy. <laughs> it's like, why am I saying it like that? <laughs> but for example, say there are two people that are invested in the relationship different amounts. You have, they're in a relationship, they've agreed to be in this relationship. Communication is poor, though. Mm. One person is way more invested than the other person. So therefore, there is somebody with more power than the other person. The person that is less invested has more power. Right. I do think then you have a responsibility, one, to communicate that and potentially allow that person to leave but also i do think then it is selfish to be i don't know you, you move through you move through that relationship endlessly putting yourself first because you know that you're kind of deceiving someone right yeah i agree well i also think selfishness is kind of what i was saying about the main character syndrome thing is like selfishness is not a good trait i think in my ethics on my moral compass selfishness is we don't want the arrow going over there do you know what i mean and i think self-prioritization in your own life is really really important but then there's a difference between taking care of yourself and covering your own needs versus being an asshole to everybody because you think they don't matter. Selfish implies that you're depriving someone else of something. Selfishness, you think, is depriving somebody else of something. I think selfishness implies that you're harming someone else. Oh. So I think it's like that you are taking more than your fair share or that you are acting in a way that you know is harmful to someone else to benefit yourself. It's not self-love. Is setting a boundary with somebody selfish? No. But what if your boundary harms them? It depends. I don't think I don't think a boundary What if what if you're with someone? What if you're with someone and they are suicidal? I'm going to let it My hypotheticals yeah. are really dark. <laughs> you're with somebody, they're suicidal, right? And the power of it, that's a man. Suicidal man, woman, here is who we're talking about. And she sets a boundary with him and says, when you call me at 4am on a Friday night and I'm worried about, I can't do that anymore. My boundary is, I'm cutting that now. It's within her rights. Right. She's allowed to do that. But she's harming him now, question mark. Is she? Is he harmed now? Is he at risk now? God, you're really throwing out the hard questions. Look, I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know because I know there's people listening that are in that situation. I don't know. I know. That's why I said it. I don't know this. Well, that's the thing is kind of, let's take this moment just to highlight that that's the beauty of these nuances. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. The generational thing is sometimes the answers aren't clear. That guy, 
I hope he's okay. But also, I mean, I'm always going to lean on the woman's side, aren't I? But like, we're always going to have a bit of bias. Yeah, literally. It's kind of like if you could switch the, switch the genders, who knows what I'd be saying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, I saw a great thing and it was basically saying your triggers are your responsibility. And it's fucking true. That is true. How that good is, is that? true? Yeah, I think that is true. Triggers. Yeah, your triggers are your responsibility because, look, it's my responsibility. It comes down to me to manage closing an app when I'm not liking what's going on there or stopping listening to a podcast when I don't like what they're saying. It's my responsibility. And leaving a conversation saying, sorry, I just think this conversation, I can't hear it, I've got to go. Uh Uh-huh. And that's not because it doesn't matter to anybody else. It's just that's the only way that it can happen. Everyone has to cover themselves. It's kind of um, on an aeroplane when it they say like adults take put your sort your own oxygen mask out before you do the kids. Yeah, yeah it's like just cover yourself because that's what you need to. That's gonna cause less disaster if we could all take responsibility for ourselves. And I hope that doesn't sound like I'm implying that that man who's suicidal isn't taking responsibility for himself because it's obviously again more complex than that. Um, but I do think in so many ways. Yeah, forget that guy because I'm not talking about him. But like, <laughs> it's your responsibility in a lot of ways. That being said, people shouldn't be an asshole to you. It's not even you are on your own. Like, there's an element of okay, this is your job to sort this out. But then it's also like, but there also is there are networks available. Like, there are networks of things like yes, they're your responsibility, and people do want to get involved. And there are also therapy and all of these all of the stuff. Like, we don't need to go through it. Medication therapy, we know it. But it's also like it is on you because also like you can have all of the stuff given to you and all of the support given to you if you do not decide in yourself i know my triggers i'm managing this i'm I'm on this on some level on some level i i have some awareness of what's going on in my own mind or some level of care for yourself exactly i was gonna say not taking care of yourself is insecurity that comes from insecurity is coming from the desire of wanting please they must care about me someone someone take care of me i can't i can't i don't give a shit about myself i can't blah 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 like it all comes, not taking care of yourself, not holding yourself accountable comes from hating yourself. Literally, absolutely. Well, we were just saying um, just before that I haven't been doing yoga. I haven't done yoga for like a week. Mm. And you were like, yeah, it's because you fucking hate yourself at the moment. But it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, because I'm, it's maybe not hate yourself. Maybe I don't want that to go in. No, that's funny. Just change it. Just change it. It's because you feel like shit at the moment. It's like, yeah, okay. So that shows, doesn't it? I, do, I have stopped doing the pretty much one of the only things that makes me feel okay. <laughs> fucking out depressing stop second guessing yourself i'm in a really i'm insecure today aren't i no one thinks you're weak no one thinks you're all these bad things no one's thinking that let yourself make these jokes and speak freely yeah i just take a second st- take a second sorry i'm gonna stop you just take a second because you're not taking it in why why are they second guessing for who i don't know i feel like i'm coming across like an idiot why is who you are not deserving of a space where you can speak fucking freely and that's what people need. That's what Snape's guarding. That's what that's what Puppy's guarding. That's what Snape wants. I love the bit where he's like, did you not see what he was standing on? <laughs> what did he say? It's like, it's like, no. A bit broke by his head. <laughs> oh, didn't you notice? There were three. <laughs> oh, God. I do love the early days. So good. Mm-hmm. Or worse, expelled. I was thinking yesterday, oh, now I can relax. Kill us faster. Oh, now I, I can, can relax. relax. <laughs> devil snare devil that's right devil snare hates sunlight <laughs> it looks really delicious i think the devil snare devil snare really kind of a noodle vibe i think when they get they're really wrapped in it and they get sucked i think it looks quite like i want to bite onto it mm. but yeah what well, go on not doing yoga because yeah i haven't been doing yoga because it's like i just feel too 
stressed or something too shit essentially too shit to be like okay I'm gonna stop everything get on a fucking mat and be really present in my own body it's like no that's the fucking last place I want to be if I'm honest I don't want to be present in my body Mm -hmm. I want to be honestly in the clouds right now yeah so you stop taking care of yourself I know that is one of the only things that makes me feel like good Mm -hmm. but I stop doing that because I'm feeling shit it's like the most counterintuitive thing but it's like it's your responsibility to know what makes you feel good and continue it that's the hard bit is kind of you're so depressed that you can't take a shower and brush your teeth and have a nice breakfast and make sure you drink water and get enough rest but then you can't do those things because you're depressed and then you're more depressed because you're not doing them and it goes on and on and on. Yeah. And then here we are not able to turn up to the podcast every week and I'm like, (laughs) assume the worst, but like actually though. Okay, I thought this question was really interesting. Um, This person said, did you guys ever go through the attached or wanting to please authority figures phase? Mm. To me, it makes me think of, this is quite a Slytherin thing actually, of wanting like the institutional like validation of something. Absolutely. Kind of, you want a pat on the back from Spotify. <laughs> Which was the best. So who doesn't? Best day ever. Yeah. Time of our lives. Yeah. Time of our life when we got a little pat on the back from Spotify. Would love another pat anytime soon, Spotify. Would love a check, to be honest. Anyone. Harry, I speak down directly to you if you are a brand. <laughs> it's kind of, do we start a Patreon or a GoFundMe? <laughs> How bad are the times? (laughs) I'm joking, I'm joking. But yeah, I feel like kind of desiring the approval of authority figures is so interesting because it's kind of the the thing that I keep going on and on about. Um, Or it makes me think of this thing of the dichotomy of how you think and what you know and what you understand isn't necessarily always how you feel so you might know that praise from a really strict teacher at your school is is kind of nothing like it doesn't matter but you really feel like you want it really bad and I think that's the kind of interesting line to walk because everything you've been raised to believe is that you should desire that because if you look at Mm -hmm. even just like capitalist success the pinnacle of that is being praised publicly by an institution capitalism yeah specifically like you must go through the academic um validation the academic approval that must a good university a good school you must get good grades it must put a stamp of approval on you and prove and validate that you are good enough then it's jobs then it goes into capitalism you're earning money and the more money you earn the better stuff you have Mm. the more quote-unquote successful you are therefore the more happy you are Mm -hmm. the better person you are so you've been trained to believe that so going against that suddenly feels like okay so if i don't need these institutions to say that I'm valid and I can just believe that I'm valid innately god you're you're free you're free go do go live your life yeah honestly you're free free i'm free free as a bird i'm free i'm free you can just run off into the sunset it kind of ties in is also like the stories that we tell ourselves like what Mm -hmm. what is the story of your life in from your perspective in the way of like you could be an excellent swimmer as a child and you have a great coach and you love them and you're swimming you're swimming coach i don't know you can tell this is not an anecdotal story (laughs) you can tell this is not biological biographical this is um wing's life story she's um <laughs> just the, her and the coach just kicking it around the team you're swimming coach right teacher you're coach. coach i yeah, guess they're teach. coaching i don't know yeah you're a swimming coach and you've got, got a great bond and then you move town and you go to this new you're on this new swim team and that your mum found it for you and they say oh yeah go and do that and you're you're not the best one on the team anymore and the coach doesn't really favor you anymore Mm. and now your story is ruined because if someone doesn't see your worth that must mean that your worth doesn't exist and now it's all done and you're never going to make it to the olympics and you're not going to go swimming anymore and you're donezo and you're just going to call it a day because everything's riding on the perceptions of others which unfortunately is out of control yeah on the coach telling you that you are great Uh uh-huh 
not everyone is going to see your worth not everyone is going to find value in you and that's fine but i think that's the trick of Mm. sort of like the illusion of success in this way or the illusion of like you're doing well in that it's not even just what people think of you like for example it's like if as long as you're scoring first place as long as you're scoring full marks like it's very numerical like as long as you are hitting this targets within your work as long as you're over fucking whatever amount of money you want to reach as soon as you're you didn't come first in the swimming race anymore. You came second in the swimming race. Swimming race? The coach can still be telling you you're amazing, you're amazing, but it, the the proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. Like, that you, you didn't win. You didn't win the race. The proof is in the swimming race, yeah. <laughs> as they say, as they so famously declare. The proof <laughs> is in the swimming race. Yeah. The coach is still licking your ass saying, well, I, well, actually I have a story. Go on. My sister's old tennis coach mm-hmm. is a paedophile. Whoa. I know. Used to want to give them lifts home and stuff. Crazy. Oof. Just another little coach um, story. So when I said the coach is licking your ass, careful. It's actually, yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Is the, can that go in? I don't know. I don't know. It can. It can. It's funny. But it's strange. But it's funny. It's also kind of, does that serve as a warning of like, everyone avoid Seppi's sister's old tennis coach. No, he's going to jail. Is he really? Yeah, he's literally going to jail. They found child porn on his thing. That poor man's had his life ruined. <laughs> By his own search history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so unfair what they've done to him. By his own fucking YouTube search history. <laughs> YouTube, as if you watch child porn on YouTube. That shows how much I don't know where to find porn. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Oh my God, can I tell you a sad story once? Not even sad, it's embarrassing for someone else. Mm. Someone gave me their phone to use once because mine like broke or whatever. It's like a grown man, not my dad. I just want to clarify, not my dad. (laughs) Not a member of my own family. Just a guy, just an an older man gave me his phone to use. Who was, wait, what? Why were you hanging out with this old man? (laughs) (laughs) Like what? It's actually... Your sister's old tennis coach. No, no. <laughs> no, it was like an older guy. I don't know, like someone my dad's age. That's why I said not my dad, but it's, it's not my dad. <laughs> now it sounds like it's it is your dad. It is. It's like, yeah, you do protest too much. <laughs> kind of asking for a friend. Yeah, this man let me borrow like his, his old phone. Still confused, but whatever. And I went on YouTube, as you do, because I was using this guy's phone like for a couple days and I like to spend some time on YouTube. Yeah, who knows what you're going to find? Get a little freely video. Who knows? Um, get an old Nana video out you know who knows what I'll do but all of his his whole algorithm on the like timeline was like um I don't know it's like the closest to porn that you can get on YouTube like it was like um like pranking woman bent over like oh! all of the thumbnails were like women in like little oh my god that's awful 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 kind of like can you believe this nip slip honestly can you believe this nip slip and then little asterisks shocking and like things like that it's like oh god just yeah the fucking phone back oh my god it's like disinfect the phone it's really daily mail headlines rita aura looks voluptuous and hot and sexy <laughs> on the set of her new music video that she's been training for her whole life she's put so much work and time into it but all that matters is like you can see her nipples through a dress do you know who always is on daily mail articles that i always see who i think it's always rita aura i don't know anything about her it's her name michelle keegan <laughs> michelle keegan 
Yeah, it is. It's always Michelle Keegan, Michelle Keegan. Michelle Keegan. The Daily Mail are obsessed with Michelle Keegan. You know who's another one? The Daily Mail are obsessed with Michelle Keegan, I'll give you that. Rita Ora and also Kelly Brooke and Molly fucking May. Poor Molly May gets rinsed on Daily Mail. Leave Molly May alone, everyone. Honestly, leave leave Britney alone. But actually, though, free Britney. Leave her and Tommy. Oh, my God. To, I don't know what happened. Something Did their dog die recently? Just leave them alone. Oh, yeah. That was quite a while ago, yeah. So I think something happened. There was a controversy about that. Tyson, his bro. Yeah, yeah. Tyson's got COVID. My dad, my dad literally two seconds ago just sent me a link saying... <laughs> The fight's been cancelled. <laughs> the b- the bout, he said, has been cancelled. Oh Tyson's goodness. got COVID. Uh-oh. Did you see... This is why you shouldn't believe everything you see on the internet. Is it... Was it Jake or Logan? I don't know. They're all the same to me. Jake. Oh, no. Logan for... um, What's his name? Tommy Nook. Are you talking about the recent fight? I'm... I'm so, Tommy Fury, Molly May's boyf, was going to fight... Was it Logan? Oh, uh, I actually think that might have been Jake. I don't know. Logan just had a big fight, but I can't remember the guy's name, even though that's embarrassing that he's actually like kind of a professional boxer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of the pools basically was like trash talking Tommy, Tommy Fury. These are, this is, Tommy Fury is like a, a boxer, right? Yeah. And Molly May, they met on Love Island. So they're both like, it's like an influencer couple. If you don't, if you're not from the UK or you don't know what we're talking about. But Tyson, I'm sure you all know Tyson Fury, heavyweight champion. Right. Yes. That's the dad. The dad of Tommy Fury. No, 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 no. He's his big brother. brother. The dad is actually a nutter. He's like a band from America. He's like a real nutter. I've forgotten his name though. Oh God. I think his name's John Fury. <laughs> big fan of the family. You you know so much, but also so little at once. <laughs> like there's so much information here, but no way of phrasing it. Um, the dad's banned from America. They're irrelevant. <laughs> Tommy um Tommy is Tyson's younger brother, and Molly May's right. girlfriend, and Paris is Tyson's wife. Fucking hell. okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> all I was trying to say was that's the family tree. Don't believe everything you see on the internet because one of the poor people when they were the like Logan or Jake Paul, I don't know which one it was, was trash talking Tommy Fury. Molly May's boy, boyfriend. Um, <clears throat> spell it out for everyone. And he faked a DM. Well, he said, look, I've got this DM from a few years ago from Molly May. Yeah. And it was a message from Molly May saying like, hey, like, would love to meet up. Like when I'm in, like coming out, like I'm coming to America in a few like, weeks, whatever. To, yeah, 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 I'm coming to LA. And someone replied being like, well, that's funny because that white heart emoji that is in that message didn't come out until two years later or something. <gasps> Fuck Oh, So they fucking got him. But don't believe everything you see on the internet. Even Sophie sent me a fucking um, <laughs> screenshot of like a TikTok earlier. It wasn't a TikTok. It's even more embarrassing. A YouTube short. It was actually a YouTube short. Because I don't have TikTok. <laughs> Which I do watch, by the way. And it was a screenshot of Tom Holland. But some, that's like, I mean, I literally looked at it for like two seconds. But I'm pretty sure someone's edited. 100% is Photoshop. Yeah, someone's edited his photo, his photo, his picture, his face. Fucking hell. His likeness. Um, yeah, someone's edited his likeness onto someone else's body. It's kind of the whole conversation with deep fakes at the yeah. moment of like, like someone could just put you in a porn video, for example. It's just, we're headed for a scary old Black Mirror place. Before Shane Dawson was um, 
cancelled. Which time? I'm joking. There was a video that he put out. It was like, you know, he was like conspiracy vibes from him. There was a thing which he did like a little weird little segment on deep fakes. And I was, I'd never really, I didn't really know what deep fakes were. But it's crazy. It would be like Selena Gomez's face sucking a dick. Yeah. It's like, this is so disturbing. This is so, so fucking disturbing. Yeah. It's kind of me. <laughs> yeah, they put wings and Selena Gomez's face. <laughs> this is you. They put it's Selena Gomez's face, but she's eating a Burger King Whopper. I don't know what's going on right now. It's just wing. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. It's really, really scary because it's also it's also that conversation of that I feel like we itch into, and we're probably really preempting it. It's very presumptuous of us to insert ourselves into this conversation. But it's kind of if you're a public figure, are you just public property? I'm not saying we are public figures. Yeah, it's embarrassing to put ourselves into that. (laughs) (laughs) You're right about that. But like we have, uh, there's hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of shit talking from us. And I've said before, if you wanted to make me out like... um, You're a chef, you always say. A fucking chef. (laughs) Saw it coming. It's just a good one. Do you want to be a chef or something? (laughs) Well, I I think it's kind of hard. Like, I think I used pilot in another example, but I think that would be a bit harder. But I think you could edit me to be a chef. Yeah, yeah, you could. Because I talk about food a bit. I talk about ribs and stuff. It's like, you could string along a little story that we are paedophiles, that we are pilots, (laughs) that we are swimming teachers, that we are this and this and Mm -hmm. this. You know what I mean? Because we've already strung the story of Sefi is a, um, (laughs) whatever we said earlier. A fucking bisexual autistic girl with an eating disorder. Brilliant. We've got Sefi and Wing in boxes. Exactly, yeah. Molly May did sign up for this life, but she also didn't sign up to having like a kind of 40-year-old male journalist comment on the way that her body looks publish it onto the daily mail and have like floods and floods of a forum of like grown men saying she's not fuckable anymore and is that fair just because she can cry about it in uh rolls royce rather than cry about it in her fucking nissan micra that's parked on the road when she's getting a burger king that's quite anecdotal because i did have a nissan micra but anyway i used to love nissan micras i loved my Nissan Micro, if anyone needs a recommendation for a first car, I would highly recommend a Nissan Micro. So cute. I would also highly recommend the car I have, which is um, a Honda Jazz. A Honda Jazz. And I was watching, in succession, in succession, there's like... There's a Honda Jazz. There's a bit, because they're, they're multi, like, millionaires they're probably like billionaires they're so so rich and there's a bit of like not even a gag but it's like he gets into this car and it's supposed to be like the shit car and it's a fucking honda jazz which is the car i have and it's like oh i'm literally the butt of the joke honda (laughs) honda jazz is a quite it's kind of now you're oppressed (laughs) It's, it's like it's very much like um an old woman's car it's quite bulky right they're kind of they're very rounded they're quite long no they're oh, really I'm round the wrong they're like rounded they're always like this well mine is like this well my family's one is like this blue it's like a horrible bluey silver <laughs> sounds lovely it's hideous they're so hideous but i love it we probably shouldn't give too much information about cars the number plate is <laughs> <laughs> this is taking a turn hey just a fun thing about my car just quickly <laughs> um <laughs> yep you absolutely don't even have to ask yeah go on it was my grandma's old car uh-huh. and she gave it to me when i learned to drive then unfortunately i had to go to my sister and it's a whole fucking hand me, hand me down hand me down robes must be a weasley honestly <laughs> um <laughs> but i opened the glove compartment because it's my grandma's old car i opened the glove compartment and Werther's originals yeah a, honestly waterfall of Werther's originals fell into my lap <laughs> they're still in there i've had it for about seven years now i just give them to people when they get a ride nice still going still still not even past the sell-by date 
<laughs> these things can go and go. So if you want any Werther's originals, I'll give you a lift. And we know where to go. <laughs> Sweet ride, hey? Also, I found one CD in there. There was one CD in the thing. Mm-hmm. Funniest song it could be. It was sexual healing. <laughs> sexual healing. healing. <laughs> Such nice. a funny CD to be in the car. Um, but yeah, that's just some funny facts about my Honda Jazz. <laughs> I hope you've been taking notes. We'll do a pop quiz on that in a few weeks' time. <laughs> what song was in the glove compartment? <laughs> what little sweet was found? <laughs> in Seppi's grandmother's car. What colour was the Honda Jazz? <laughs> Mm, okay. I think, are we are we ready to go? You know what? I will say I'm not ready to leave until we've given our thanks because I think there are thanks to be, there are thanks due. There's credit due here. Yeah. Just in the sense that like people have come in with their questions and then I'm assuming someone's listening to this right now, which is so... That's mental. Really scary, actually. <laughs> we had a thing the other day. I think we're, we're in this weird process at the moment of like, um kind of are blossoming into Kylie Jenner, but I suppose <laughs> also kind of grappling with the idea that there are actually a few pairs of ears on this now. Mm-hmm. we spoke on the phone like i don't know we speak on the phone all the fucking time or facetime but like we'd spoken for like four hours that's not unusual <laughs> to be loved by anyone <laughs> it's not unusual <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not unusual for us to speak for four hours this is nuts yeah this is really weird now <laughs> this is quite scary actually <laughs> <laughs> it's not unusual <laughs> come on all together now <laughs> oh god yeah go on we realised it was like god in that time blah 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 amount of people would listen to us and it's like mm. god what, we were having some fucking meaningless convo about Bo Burnham probably mm. loads of fucking people had listened and I think we're in a bit of a transition of like god that's actually a bit fucking crazy it's scary and it is amazing like we did this into the void for so long and it's mm. not a void anymore it was just a little bit less of a void it is like a really really I know people are going to find this boring but I just have to say I think it's it is an amazing thing to have people enjoy this weird void like it really really Mm -hmm. means a lot and it's really frustrating that there aren't really i personally don't feel like i have the vocab to articulate no you don't (laughs) to articulate (laughs) that sums up then i guess (laughs) but i don't have the i just it's not in my power to perfectly explain to you how nice it is yeah this is actually quite a dark thing it's so nice because it's also it's part of a bigger exchange i was watching well i watched this um it was actually funny enough a youtube short Mm. but it was a tiktok of alexis wren um and i said this to stuffy the other day that alexis wren basically said she was responding to a comment on tiktok that said like you know she's obviously got an eating disorder so whatever and alexis wren was saying she said i'm just going to address this comment now and address all of you and say i told you about my eating disorder to connect with you i said that to have a connection with you so that maybe one of you might feel a bit better about your experience with eating for example or body image or any of that and now it's being used against me and that is an unfair exchange and i don't know i just wanted to leave that out there and say that the exchange of just having like the you know even if the void is still a void and there's just, it's just us it's us three it's Seffi and wing and you listening right now mm-hmm. and if you're enjoying this then that's enough that's a really really nice thing i think what we feel and why the episodes can be rocky and chaotic sometimes 
is because there's only so much second guessing you can do when you're talking really um openly and like we're quite introspective in a lot of episodes and and for us it feels like we're giving quite a lot and I think it makes it more of an unpleasant experience for the listener and for the person speaking to be second guessing what they're saying Mm -hmm. and hovering around beating around the bush when they're talking so we're trying to speak as freely as possible so that all of us involved can have the best experience do you know what I mean absolutely absolutely and I hope that makes sense so this is just a moment of gratitude and like reflection of the space because Sefi and I reflect on this space and ourselves (laughs) and just our lives all day every day all the time which is a problem but I just think it's important to give a little bit of that on here because I don't know we care I don't know like we think about this I don't know I think that's so perfect because it's true it's I know I think you said it all I think you said it all that's it completely perfect Mm. You're completely perfect. Completely perfect for me. <laughs> That's from Angus Thongs. He goes, you're a natter, but you're a perfect natter. Or something like that. <laughs> you know Robbie? Anyone know Robbie? Oh my God. You know what that reminds me of? And we're not done, by the way. I'm going to keep keep this going. Sorry mm. if you thought we were done. But I almost, I don't want to shove that on the end and then no one listens to it. Okay. I actually think it's an interesting thing. Um, But also, the Bruno Mars thing. I don't know what that is, but go on. I'm always up for a chat about Bruno. Well, actually, I haven't. The Bruno Mars, let me narrow it down. The Bruno Mars song that came out over 10 years ago that says, because girl, you're amazing just the way you are. Do you remember that song? Yeah. Girl, you're amazing. What were your thoughts on that song at the time? Can I I ask? Um, Let me think of the lyrics. When I see your face. There's not a thing that I would change. I would change. I I didn't really have many thoughts on it. I really started to get into Bruno like quite recently. Oh yeah, you're quite a big Bruno fan. I think he's very stunning. Again, quite short. I think I'm having a bit of a, a short man love at the moment short confident man mm. well it works because they'll both be taller than you that's fine yeah exactly i think when you're short then the short you get the world of short men is open to you exactly you get the whole world is open to you everyone's tall to me yeah so everyone is kind of fit well anyway yeah <laughs> i was just gonna say i brought it up as to say that that song i used to find it really insulting <laughs> Go on. In the way that I've said before, and I know we both do this, well, just any compliment or just anything, I'll find a way to take it personal in a mean way. Mm-hmm. Like someone will say, um, I love it on the podcast when you said this. And I'll read it as, I love it when you said that, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love that you fucking think you got away with that, you fucking dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. I read compliments in a sarcastic tone. But him saying, you're amazing just the way you are, to me is like, how fucking dare you? Bruno. Imply, yeah, Bruno imply that it's just the way that I'm just little old imperfect me it's like how dare you yeah imply that there are flaws to love <laughs> do you know what I mean do you know what song I used to find really insulting mm-hmm. you don't know you're beautiful you're insecure don't know what for you don't know you're beautiful so I'm only beautiful because you don't know it because I don't know it because I'm insecure therefore I'm allowed to be stunning oh gee. but if I knew it yeah. if I knew it if I walked through the world like I fucking know I'm the shit Sorry, you're just a bit much. I'm a bit much for you now, Zane, am I? Sorry, Niall. You gonna say that's my face? Yeah. I don't think so, you fucking woman hater. Yeah. <laughs> Not you, Harry. You're perfect just the way you are. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, they were literally like 16 years old. Like, they didn't have any say in singing that song. Absolutely not. But that's what I mean by the world has changed so much. In the 10 years ago when that song came out, that was fine. If someone put out that song tomorrow there would be that sort of conversation online yeah kind of at the forefront of the conversation it would be maybe even trending on twitter that was not happening 
10 years ago. The conversation was just how romantic, how sweet. Over a decade, a lot has changed. When we think that there wasn't even really that much of a discourse around blurred lines. Not at all. At the time. There was a slight one, but not at all in the level of like, this is a song about rape. Yeah. I know you want it. Yeah, about the line of consent. Yeah, yeah. Blurred lines. Mm -hmm. You're raping her. Yeah. Okay, well, I really honestly feel like I've been... I think I feel like I've been thrown through a fucking hedge. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I don't really feel very good. (laughs) I feel like I've got scrapes and bruises all over me. (laughs) You know what it is? We've been through the wars. Well, this is what one of these episodes of This Doesn't Go About Saying. It's what it's all about. We're going to leave shit in that we wouldn't wouldn't usually leave in, but fuck it. Right, yeah. It's kind of the close friends story. Yeah, that's nice. That's so nice. Do you know what I mean? If you're here, you're in the close friends. But anyone can listen. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But it's a public episode and if you know me in real life, don't listen. (laughs) Oh, God. That goes without saying. Well, thanks so much. Thank you so much, everyone. This has been so, so, so stunning, as usual. Oh, don't make me cry. Okay, well, thanks, guys. I can't can't be too sincere because it will make me cry. Yeah, yeah, listen. Right, well, if you don't hear from us... What a turn to take. If it's true, if you don't hear from us, assume the worst. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com